Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Welcome to Brain Stuff from How Stuff Works. Hi, Brain Stuff. Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you've been through an American history or government class, some constitutional facts probably left a lasting impression. For example, the 13th Amendment abolished slavery, and the 19th Amendment afforded women the right to vote. But there are 27 amendments to the Constitution, and you may not have ever had a reason to ruminate on the 25th. The 25th Amendment has received special attention as news stories regarding President Donald Trump's fitness for office have emerged. The 25th Amendment was created during the Cold War following President Dwight D. Eisenhower's three serious illnesses and President John F. Kennedy's 1963 assassination. Proposed by Congress and ratified by the states following, it provides the procedures for replacing the president or vice president in case of death, removal, resignation, or incapacitation. Eisenhower originally entered into a letter agreement that stated if his health impeded his ability to run the country, power would be transferred to his vice president, Richard Nixon. This led to the official amendment that clarified the rules around transfer of power in the event of an incapacitated president. 
After numerous congressional hearings, the final version passed the House and Senate in 1965 and was ratified on February 10, 1967. There are four sections to the 25th Amendment. Section 1 stipulates that the vice president will assume the role of president in case of death or resignation. Section 2 covers the event of a vacancy in the office of the vice president. In such a case, the president is responsible for nominating a candidate who must be confirmed by a majority vote of both houses of Congress. The history of Section 2 ensures that there is both a president and a vice president at all times. Section 3 states that the president has the discretion to declare his own inability to carry out the job and allows him to temporarily cede power to the vice president. It makes it clear, however, that the vice president does not assume the office or title of president. Section 4, to date, has never been implemented, but it's the piece of the amendment currently receiving media attention. The language empowers the vice president and the cabinet to declare a president incapacitated. To quote the amendment, Whenever the vice president and a majority of either the principal officers of the executive departments or of such other body as Congress may by law provide, transmit to the president pro tempore of the Senate and the Speaker of the House of Representatives their written declaration that the president is unable to discharge the powers and duties of his office, the vice president shall immediately assume the powers and duties of the office as acting president. Section 4 addresses the problem of a president who is unable or unwilling to acknowledge his or her inability to discharge the powers and duties of the presidency. It would be used most likely if a president falls unexpectedly unconscious, though it also clearly applies when a president is incapacitated because of some other mental or physical inability. You may recall the invocation of the 25th Amendment as a result of the Watergate scandal in the 1970s. President Nixon invoked it to replace resigning Vice President Spiro Agnew with General Ford. Then, when Ford replaced Nixon as president, Ford invoked it to appoint Nelson Rockefeller to secede him as vice president. However, in order for Section 4 to be implemented, the vice president and a majority of the cabinet must declare the president incapacitated in a written statement to the Speaker of the House of Representatives and the President pro tem of the Senate. Once that happens, presidential powers are automatically transferred to the vice president. In order for Congress to successfully declare a president disabled, two-thirds in each chamber must conclude that he is unable to handle the office. The disability clause of the 25th Amendment has been invoked multiple times since ratification. Presidents Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, and Ronald Reagan invoked it during medical procedures, though it was never used when Reagan was shot in 1981. However, Section 4 has never been invoked to remove a president from office. John Hudak, Deputy Director for the Center for Effective Public Management and Senior Fellow for Governance Studies at the Brickings Institute, writes that the process is more difficult than impeachment and is reserved only for truly unique and dire circumstances. So could Section 4 possibly be applied to President Trump? Because the vast majority of Trump's cabinet would need to support the president's removal, many speculate that the invocation of the amendment during the Trump presidency is not realistic. At Politico, journalist Ann Carney wrote, The amendment is purposefully set up to require a high burden of proof, and there is no evidence that Vice President Mike Pence or the majority of Trump's cabinet have turned on him. Unprecedented events, from Michael Wolff's book detailing turmoil inside the White House to the president's taunts of other world leaders via Twitter, have the potential to lead to unprecedented action. The bottom line, however, is that for now, it's all simply speculation. Former Harvard Law School professor Alan Dershowitz told Politico the 25th Amendment would require for mental incapacity a major psychotic break. 
This is hope over reality. If we don't like someone's politics, we rail against him. We campaign against him. We don't use the psychiatric system against him. That's just dangerous. Today's episode was written by Michelle Konstantinovsky and produced by Tristan McNeil. For more on this and lots of other political topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.